You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to the Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smokin' Joe. And I'm the Ginger Avenger. Amanda, back, back again. again. Still have no idea where Brad's at. He may be in Tijuana. Brad was kidnapped by pygmies. He's somewhere in a cave being tortured and roasted on a spit, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Last I heard he was in Virginia, so maybe the you know, West Virginia. Oh, God, the hillbillies got him. Maybe it was the West Virginia ninja got him. You know Never what happens seen that when you hear uh, video, West Virginia ninja. I know. I don't know what the West Virginia Ninja is. I was an old, in the infancy of YouTube, an old redneck uh, dude who did this like martial arts video, and he's like the West Virginia Ninja. The he, West Virginia he's Ninja. Like, he's like, yeah, got a can of dip. Nah, this is a, this is a Ninja Star. You go Ninja Star, and he's like throwing cans of dip at people, and but it's rounded off. Judy Chop. It's rounded off. I don't know. After we're done, I'll find that video. It's <laughs> it's it's a classic of the of the internet. And speaking of classics. What do we do here other than talk shit about movies? Review cigars. And to this week, I am smoking the Los Tados Deluxe Maduro Edition. Uh, we previously did the regular Los Tados Deluxe, but now they've uh, released a uh, Maduro version. And these are the ones kind of, uh, if you remember the last time we talked about these, uh, lovingly referred to them as the uh, tampon cigars because they come wrapped in paper and tissue paper and it, yeah, it kind of looks like a, a feminine hygiene product. Again, if it doesn't have a retrieval string, it's not a tampon. Okay. Tell me that does not look like okay. a tampon wrapper. There's still no <laughs> retrieval string. Talking about the, uh, the the packaging. Well. The originals came in a yeah, white okay. tube. So, yeah, it was even, even yeah, more okay. so. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Yeah, this has a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, uh, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Honduras. It is cold as balls in here, dude. That reminds me, I gotta turn the heater off because microphones pick that shit up. Oops. I'm so sorry. I want my lady parts to not stick to the chair and get frostbitten. I want the heat. <laughs> a little bit of vibration in the back ain't gonna hurt nothing. Uh, so yeah, this is got kind of a yo dark mama. Maduro wrapper. Uh, it's uh, a little bit, a little bit oily, a little bit uh, kind of that uh, coffee. Uh... Oily. Yes, oily. That's sorry, my brain just broke. That's just a very weird way to refer to a cigar for me. No, but, that's actually how you refer to well, Maduro cigars. Well, I didn't know cigars. that. That's why I'm fucking asking. Because uh, it's, you know, some of them have like kind of an oily sheen to them uh, uh, with the uh, the Maduros. Don't make me go get a fucking mask on and come after your ass with a fucking axe. And that leads us into this week's topic. Exactly. That was the uh, point. You know, tra- transitions don't work as well if when you print out. <laughs> You're doing the transition. It's kind of like explaining a joke. It, it's never as good as uh, if you just, just let it be. Yes, but there's always that special little section of people that need it explained because yeah, they don't so, get it at first. 
We've we've recovered from the food coma, and this is our Thanksgiving episode. And there's there's pretty much every holiday at this point has a go-to horror movie. There's we've talked about several Christmas-themed horror movies. Well, you know, Halloween's they're all point of contention. That there's a val- several Valentine's Day. I horror wasn't going to say Valentine's Day. I was going to say Easter. I mean, if you count Leprechaun, I mean being Zombie Jesus. Day, that's kind of. Okay. I don't know. That's, uh, I'll have to look that up. I'm not sure if we have an Easter horror movie. I was going to say Easter, actually. Thank you. I'm not. Yeah, I'm under. I'm sure there's a Fourth of July one. There is a. Oh, there is a Fourth of July horror movie. I'm sure there is. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look to see if there is a a, a horror Easter uh, uh, combo. But yeah, so now Thanksgiving has a has a traditional, uh, you know, horror movie to to go to. We're going to talk about. Thanksgiving, the movie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess the closest you could get would be the scene from Adam's Family where the kids are at the summer camp and doing the uh, the first Thanksgiving reenactment. I guess that's the closest horror Thanksgiving tie-in. There's some like now. really like bad budget, uh, like yeah, this like B movie, a couple Thanksgiving ones, kind of as a joke. Uh, I think it's like Thanksgiving, but Something this is like the, the first like killer studio. Turkey. Thanksgiving themed horror movie. So if you've got to uh, fight off an angry pilgrim, you should call in the Strike Force. Strikeforceenergy.com. Use your promo code Cigar Nerds for 20% off your order. You know, get all jacked up on that caffeine so you can run for your lives. Maybe we should order some. Maybe that way I can have some life left in me by the time. Well, yeah, you, so you'd drink it all before I got home anyway. It's been a while. So you just order like, you know, two bottles. And then you take what, yours. Hide one? Yes, just leave yours in the car. I can't. It's too cold outside. It'll freeze in the car. I don't think it will freeze. That's an experiment. We'll find out if it's. Yeah, I mean, you put enough vodka in it, it won't freeze. But with that, we're going to be right back with the main topic gobble, gobble, gobble. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I need the small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I used to love this town. Until what happened that night. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm tired of pretending like everything is normal and it's not. I want things to go back to normal, too. Show some enthusiasm. Thanksgiving is an institution here. And welcome back. It's time to talk about Thanksgiving. And I, I forgot this was even called Thanksgiving. Cause for somebody like Thanksgiving seemed like a much better name, which I think it's been it's been done. Well, but that's you know, probably why it wasn't Thanksgiving. Well, it's like fucking googling it, trying to like come up with the. All the writers were on strike. All the, the people with the creative minds were on strike. They couldn't the, come up with a better title. The SEO was 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 bad for this because it's like try to Google Thanksgiving. It's like shit it's just a ton of thanksgiving stuff or uh thanksgiving uh, you got thanksgiving movie 2023 yeah it's like laser specific 
laser specific? Laser specific. When you're looking things up, you have to be laser specific. Otherwise, you end up in the dark corners of the internet and seeing things you don't want to see. Turkey porn? Ew! <laughs> I mean, cranberry sauce, maybe. Oh, I did see no a turkey. meme. Uh, it was a cranberry sauce fleshlight for uh, Thanksgiving. God, why did I even lead you into that? Because you told me about that shit and I would just Kip was happier not thinking about it. I had wiped that from my brain. <laughs> I didn't have room for that. Well, have you ever seen the movie Grindhouse? No. All right. It was a uh, double feature back in, I want to see, yeah, 2007 is when Grindhouse came in. It was a, it was a double feature with one, it was like back-to-back -back horror movies, mm -hmm. one directed by... Uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino and one directed by uh, uh, Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Well, in between the movies, there was a whole bunch of fake trailers for upcoming movies because it was supposed to be like a going old school going to the theater double feature. And one of these fake trailers was a movie called Thanksgiving that eventually became real. Uh, uh, there were several others. Uh, the Machete movies started off as a fake trailer. Mm -hmm in this, you know, movie that eventually like and then also uh, Hobo with a Shotgun was another fake trailer that like all these fake trailers everyone's like, "Man, I want to see these these fucking movies that were fake trailers that now uh, you know, freaking 10-15 years later finally actually become a, a real thing." And directed by Eli Eli Roth, uh, mm -hmm. if you're familiar with the uh Hostel series of films uh yeah eh. eh, i can take or leave that that's one thing that surprised me about this because you know roth kind of old school uh i would say brought the uh kind of kicked off the uh, torture porn genre of horror but mm. this wasn't that did not seem like an Eli Roth movie to me. From <laughs> it definitely wasn't like a hostel where it's like just torture porn for torture porn sake. This was more of your traditional slasher film to me. It kind of yeah, felt more like a okay. like a scream, like a <laughs> yeah, slasher right, film. I'll give you that. Because with Scream, it took the slasher film genre to like the murder mystery, kind of mixed in the murder mystery element where you know. Scooby-Doo version of slasher, slasher films. Yeah, because like, you know, our traditional 80s slasher movies, it was like Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, where it's like, you know who the killer is. You're not, there's not a... Respect the classics, man. Freddy is all there is to it. Freddy is all there is. But yeah, like the traditional slasher trope is, you know who the killer is. It's some kind of monster or maniac or whatever. There's not a whodunit element to it until, I would say, like the Scream series where it's like, you know, you're... All right, yeah, there, we do have a masked killer, but it could be. Well, that's because all of our generations have gotten older now, and Scooby Doo doesn't do it for us anymore. But we still want that. Oh, I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I mean, we even have that kind of at one point in the movie, and we'll get to it when we get a little closer to the <laughs> to the end. But yeah, I, I really appreciate the for what looks to be a cheesy slasher film 
And it was. Let's be honest. I mean, it was, was, but... but It wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. It was a well-written, cheesy slasher film. Where normally a lot of these movies, like, I call the killer in the first, like, five minutes. But they did a good enough job of setting up enough dead ends and red herrings that I didn't call the actual killer until maybe five minutes before it was revealed. Because I was, like, I was betting on one guy the whole way. And like I said, as we... Spoiler, as we start getting into it, we'll we'll run down that rabbit hole. But, like, I thought it did a good job of, of you know... Casting enough different directions that you weren't exactly sure? Yeah, there was, like, surprised by who the actual killer was. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it was... Was it as cheesy as you expected it to be? It was not as bad as I was expecting. I mean, I was actually entertained. I was kind of not looking forward to going to see this because it's like, this is going to be so dumb. It was more intelligent than I thought it was going to be. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, it did a good job of intentionally being dumb and not, like, accidentally being dumb. (laughs) But in a smart way, if that makes any sense. But I mean, be honest, how much of the entertainment value that we got out of this was because of our seatmate up the aisle that was laughing and talking to himself the whole time? Yeah, I mean, we... Well, (laughs) how are you going to phrase this? I'm curious. Well, we live in in North Georgia area, so we always see the movies of the stereotype of the... uh, african-american uh, movie watcher oh but we don't God. really experience it that much and we had we had a guy sharing a brenda from scream is what you're talking about it's that it's brenda from scream her sitting in the movies with her hot sauce answering her phone you don't remember scream you don't remember brenda no i do not <laughs> i'm so disappointed in you right now but it's like the talking back to the screen and yes like, Oh, hell no. Run, bitch. Like, we heard all of those. (laughs) That was funny. And it made this movie so much better. (laughs) That man was by himself, but he was enjoying it more than anybody else around because he was talking to the screen the whole time, and it was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, it was... But it... And the way it starts off, it looks... Cheesy? Yeah, you like it's like oh this is gonna be and then but then it gets like more in depth once like the actual murders start. But it, it did a good job like oh this is gonna be like a cheesy ass horror movie and then it got like good in a bad yeah. way. <laughs> I mean I'm all for some camp every now and then, but this was a little different. But it wasn't bad. I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a uh, horror connoisseur. And this just kind of reminded me of like that classic era. And then also, it's kind of one of the things we've talked about in the past that it's hard to set horror movies in modern times because then you got to figure out a way to take cell phones and, yeah, and technology okay. out of it. Where this one did a good job of integrating social media and cell phones into... The plot, I'm gonna kinda. cut this bitch's head off and see how many likes and thumbs up emojis I can get. Yeah, he's That's like live live streaming true. his his uh, his murders and and you know posting the stuff on Let's see Instagram. See how many hits or... I can get. 
I mean, that has actually happened. There has been people that have actually done that. I've seen videos and heard new stories about it. Where so and so and their boyfriend get into a fight and she kills him on live. Oh yeah, it's not the. And there actually is thumbs up and then people reacting because people are stupid, but. Yeah. yeah, and how many people like would see a live murder on and think it's like fake? It's like, oh, this is some dumb TikTok thing, like fake. <laughs> oh, I guess it depends on how it goes down, but people get a lot of you know emojis and likes and hits on those accounts where they have you know Asian women step on baby ducks and stuff too. So. People are sick. I mean, people I'm, are sick. I'm from the uh, the yeah, the meme of like you know don't fuck with Gen X because you know we've seen some shit. <laughs> like we're from the the age of the internet where like you know faces of death video. I was gonna say like live leak and uh, uh, what's some of the, yeah, but we I mean used to have websites that were nothing but like freaking the faces real of death, death and, videos and, and, and murder. And like you know, the terrorist dude with the elephantitis and... of the nutsack, where he's sitting on a flesh-colored beanbag, will forever be branded on my brain. Knock aroma, strong like bull. <laughs> so yeah, we've we've uh, uh, yeah, we're from that era of the internet where yeah, we we seen some shit. So it's like yes, we're not but we as did that huddled up down in our you know basements. We didn't put it all out on the internet for everybody to. I never. I mean, somebody did, but people. you had to like you know. You had to search out the fuckery. Yeah. I mean, there was whole websites dedicated to the fuckery where now it's like, yeah, everything's on Facebook and Instagram. You, you until it goes far to find fuckery. But, uh, Look up thinking... Florida, man. You'll find all the fuckery you ever could use. I'm trying to think of some of those other like bad websites we used to go to back in the day before we were all on social media. Oh, God. Okay. I remember um, Live Leak and uh, yeah. Rotten.com. Rotten.com. There you horrible go. Horrible one. Yeah. Two girls, one cup. Blue waffle. Oh. Shrek is love. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd go seeking porn, and then you would find, like, freaking Taliban beheading videos. You'd be like, ah, goddamn it, wrong link, why I wrong said link, wrong you link. have to be laser-specific when you're searching. Make sure you've met all the letters in there. <laughs> I want this specific thing, not things related to it by some imaginary connection. But anyway, we're kind of off the rails on this. Yeah, this movie... Uh, Good old-fashioned vengeance uh, uh, film, I would say. Uh, starts off in basically last year's uh, Thanksgiving in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Uh, you know, when I think Massachusetts, I think, uh, you know, Salem Winch trials and stuff. So it's, you know, kind of weird having a uh, really think about Massachusetts, Massachusetts uh, all, but... set, uh, set horror film that doesn't have to do with witchcraft. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you know, speaking of things based on reality, uh, it all starts with a a freaking uh, Black Friday riot at the whatever uh, Right Smart or whatever. The, yeah, Right Mart, which right was there. It was Walmart. Let's be honest. It no, was, that was Target like or Walmart. Knock off Best Buy. It was Target or Walmart. We're giving away a free waffle iron. Everybody wants that waffle iron, and you should. You're willing to kill for it because <laughs> I like waffles. Yeah, so I'm so far out of my brain right now. Yeah, greedy uh, store owner uh, decides not to close the store on on Black Friday and open up like right after. Stupid early. So there's like a crowd of people. Well, his 
daughter and her kind of entitled friends uh, decide that, oh, we need to, we'll just go in the back door and uh, get our cell phone and, and buy all our stuff before everyone else can buy it since, you know, she's got daddy's keys. Well, this angers the people that are, are watching outside who then... It's not until they start, like, harassing them through the glass that it yeah. becomes a problem. When you see the dickhead call or high school kids, you know, shaking their whatever, look at my waffle iron, pretty much exactly is what it is. It's look at my waffle iron is basically what started this whole mess. <laughs> yeah, so then, like, uh, everyone, like, bum rushes the store and, you know... One security guy's like, fuck this, and runs off, you know, and then the, you get one security guy, like, just fucking trampled, and then the store yeah. manager's wife gets, you know, ran over with, uh, you know, like, bust. She got, like, hit, and it fell to the ground, and then she got smacked in the head with a shopping cart, and then... Pretty much, like, snapped her neck, and then her yeah, hair gets, her like, hair gets tangled in the wheel, are... and the people are pulling their carts away, and, you know, basically, like... Scalping her. Uh, scalping her a little bit. And one homeboy gets, like, his throat slit coming through the door and, like, still trying to, like, grab a package as he's bleeding out. And then someone comes and, like, takes his freaking package. And... Well, yeah, blood's only on the box. It's fine. And then, like, you know, dickhead uh, football player who kind of incited the whole riot's, like, standing on the, on the, uh, fucking register, like, live streaming this, you know, massacre. Yep. Which does make you an asshole. I mean, it makes you an asshole. You're a dick. It's but, not like that's unusual behavior for now. Most people would rather film and watch than intercede in the first place. But Yeah, you had the one guy that was the you know, high school baseball star that was fixing to like, you know, go play for some big college. He was like the only one that was like, saw someone getting hurt and tried to, you know, crawl out to like save somebody and got his arm broke and ruined his... Baseball, baseball career. career. <clears throat> You're never gonna pitch again. Yeah, well, no good deed goes unpunished. But for what, you know, pretty good cast for what you know appeared to be a cheesy horror movie. I mean, your yeah, sheriff of the town's played by Patrick Dempsey, and the manager's wife who oh McDreamy who uh, gets uh, killed is uh, Gina Gershon, mm -hmm. which I haven't seen her in a little while, but yeah, she's still. Pretty big fucking actress. That was about everybody I recognized, so I don't really think... Well, the... I can't remember the actor's name, uh, but... Uh, the guy who played the the, the owner of, uh, of oh, the Oh, yeah, he was on Suits. Yeah, since y'all... Yeah, Suits, for some reason, getting a... <laughs> which I never watched when it was on the first time, but for some reason it's getting a big uh, kind of resurgence lately. It's like, everyone's like, oh, I'm watching Suits now. It's kind of like one of those shows that comes to, uh, you know, once it comes to streaming, it's like people, you know, catch up on tends things. Tends to develop a whole new following. <laughs> uh, it was like somebody, I, I forgot what show it was the other day, one of the guys at the shop was like, oh man, I discovered this show, it's fucking awesome. And then it's like, a couple weeks later, he's like, god damn it, I finished watching that shit and then didn't realize it It was like on regular TV before and got cancelled after one season. So, I, <laughs> so it's like, it's over now and like. I don't know how it's going to end. I'm like, yeah. Hey, that's a painful thing to have happen to you because that happened to me with fucking Scorpion and that shit is painful. <laughs> like, I've never seen this show. This looks so great. Oh, look, it was canceled mid fucking season. <laughs> kind of like that yeah. sci-fi Firefly? No, the other one. The Which one with one? the uh, 
Jim Henson puppeteers. Oh, Farscape. Farscape. I was into that shit too, and then suddenly it's no longer in production. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I like my Muppets, man. Give me my Muppets. I like the happy time murders. Hmm? Happy time murders. I don't care. I still like that movie. That movie's fucking funny. I don't care who you are. I say I normally don't like uh, Melissa McCarthy, but that movie's funny as shit. Bad. She's funny sometimes. Depends on what she's in. Like I like her as a supporting actress, but the movies where she's like the lead in them, Mm. uh, it's almost like just too much. It's like you know, a little too far in your face. It's like you know when she's like a supporting actress, it's a good sprinkle of comedy. But when she's like the 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 main, you get burned out on it. She's (laughs) but she was the main actress in the Happy Time Murders. If you don't count the fucking, so I'm saying that's the exception to uh, (laughs) Melissa McCarthy being uh, uh, being annoying. She's like you got to get her in small doses. In small doses, she's fucking hilarious. I like my Muppets. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, so a year later, uh, they're, they're preparing to have another big, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, uh, Black Friday sale, sale. because we're stupid and we don't learn the first time and, you know, <laughs> who cares if X amount of people died and there was this tragedy, let's, we're going to make some money. And supposedly, you know, the former st- store manager whose, whose wife got killed, he's protesting the store and like magically all the security camera footage, uh, disappeared that night so all they have is the kids uh that was streaming it on their cell phones and you know it was just ruled a horrible accident no one was ever charged with anything and of course the the family that owns has been spent a year doing like you know a lot of good pr yeah as you see every celebrity like uh oh yeah we're going to revamp the local park and no (laughs) you you're wrong but yeah you've got uh the freaking uh, uh, baseball guy. Uh, who, he went AWOL. He he completely disappeared. And, of course, you know, Jessica, the the main girl, uh, daughter of the store owner, uh, is suddenly dating another dude. So you got to... And then Homeboy shows back up, who's been missing for, for a year. Uh, so you got him. You got a brand new sheriff deputy who just came to town. And then you also have the, the angry... That dude was weird. You've got the angry, uh, you know, former store owner or store manager whose wife got killed. So you got plenty of like good possible. There's a lot of killers. viable suspects. <clears throat> Don't forget his fucking store owner's fucking wife. That bitch was, she was something else. Yeah, his uh... spin doctor trying to turn it any which way but loose about. Oh no, we had absolutely nothing. We did nothing wrong. There was nothing bad. Yeah, your typical uh, uh, Hollywood or you know, gold digger. Yuppie poodle. Because, <laughs> I mean, she was apparently like the real estate agent who was selling them their house and then, of course, seduced the dad and became the the, the evil stepmother. Well, that's what happens. You knock off the wife and shack up with the husband because I guess men are stupid sometimes, especially if they're rich. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby was the uh, baseball player. Yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, the kids were Jessica, Evan, Gabby, Scuba, and Julia. Julia. Yeah, because she was the Russian. Because uh, if you don't daughter. know, have a story. You just you got to throw a hot Russian girl in there, and and now you have more of a story. 
I mean, that, that was the kind of the only thing missing to make this like traditional 80s slasher is there was no nudity. Like all our slasher movies had random titties in them back in the day and we got no titties in this. Mm, yeah, okay. I mean, Why you had the cheerleader, so... I thought, that's the part. I thought, you know, that's where we were getting our random titties, but as, uh, yeah, you know, since they're having this... Cause Note Plymouth... to all Hollywood executive types, random titties are good. Everybody likes <laughs> random titties. Because, you know, this is set in Plymouth, which, you know, Plymouth Rock was supposed to be the first Thanksgiving. It's a big deal. Surprise titties. John Carver, like one of the original pilgrims, uh, you know, they're giving out free masks at the local... Uh, a freaking diner and you know homeboy shows up as uh dressed as a pilgrim uh, blend in with all the other pilgrims and just starts murking people in inventive if wednesday uh, and, and this to teach us nothing it's pilgrims are not good thanksgiving related murders it's just not a good icon that you want to use to you know in the first kill you I mean, get thanksgiving's bad anyway you know, but one of the ladies you see i think she was one of the ones I know she took like the package from the dude who got his throat slit, and I'm pretty sure he she was one of the ones that like hit the wife. She was one wife of the ones inciting the riot too. I think she the, was uh... the one that ended up. Yeah, she hit the wife with the cart while she was inside so, the yeah. store and ended up she's, scalping her. She's closing up at the diner, and in comes the pilgrim. Not exactly a blameless innocent victim. No. They did a good job of making like all the victims like kind of horrendous people. So you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go get it. Like, it's almost like the the last saw Until movie. Until you start taking out the kids. I mean, the kids didn't. I mean, they were just dumb. They were but, just dumb kids. But, but the adults were like, you know, yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> it was kind of like the last Saw, Saw movie. It's like, this is the one Saw where I'm cheering for Jigsaw. Because the people who you're kill- killing are fucking despicable. You guys all suck. <laughs> you guys all suck. Nobody's going to uh, shed a tear for you. But yeah, the uh, the, the face froze into the, the, uh, the freezer. Which is bullshit. Because I have been in my fair share of industrial freezers. You are not gonna freeze to that son of a bitch. I don't care how wet Dude, your you face, your hands. Have you not watched the Christmas are. story? You yeah. are not gonna you stick freeze your tongue to that to the, son of a bitch telephone instantly. Pole, you, it does uh, not happen that way. You know, t- if you lick the fr- the telephone pole, you, your tongue freezes to it, man. It's 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 simple. First of all, telephone poles are made physics. of wood. It's simple moving, fi- yeah. Metal is like worse. You'll freeze that quicker. <laughs> that is bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. Next time, lick your freezer. See what happens. <laughs> I've touched industrial freezers while I was wet. My clothes were wet. My hands were wet. You do not stick to it. It is not going to rip your skin off. That's not how it works. But it looks cooler for Hollywood. True. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, yeah she hides cool in the office my until the... great uncle did it with dry ice, too, but he only had three fingers on each hand at some point or another. Uh, but, yeah, he you know, freaking hides, you know... Manages not to get, you know, axed and then uh, <laughs> hides in the office till the pilgrim leaves. And then you're like, why is she going back for her purse? I'm like, well, if you're going to run away, you're going to need your fucking car keys. But, according, of course, Homeboy had already taken her car keys and runs her over with her own car, chopping her in half. Yeah, which is just cold. That's just cold. Oh, and I gotta say, the body reveal on that one is like... That was good. I'll the, give you that one. That was I impressive. literally laughed out loud when I saw that because, like I said, he cut her in half and put the lower half... <laughs> On front of the store with the, like, like basically giant stars shoved up her ass in front of the sign that says 50% off. Yep. I'm like that. That was poetic and beautiful. I fucking laughed out loud in the, in the, I was like, all right, this, it's, this is that kind of movie. All right. That was poetic. I'm on board. 
And then you get the uh, security guard that fled. Yeah, he's like one of the next Vista. He gets like, you know, gutted with the, the traditional like electric turkey carving knife. Oh, of course. But, yeah. but of course, like, you know, dude's going to leave and the cat's like, man, you know, because cats don't give a fuck as long as somebody feeds them. It's like, if it was a dog, dog would, you know, defend his master, but the cat's just like, bro, yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> so the killer like stops and like, you know, fucking guts this dude, cuts his head off and it's like leaving with his you know head in a bowling bag or something. And he's like, sees the cat and he's like. All right, fine. He, like pours the cat food and like gives it a little pet before I'll he feed the cat before I leave. <laughs> Got to give it some scritches and feed it. It's fine. Cat didn't have anything to do with nothing. Cat's above it all. Uh, yeah, cat's a killer on its own, right? So, <laughs> dog. <laughs> we understand each other. It's fine. We're on the same level. Oh, I fell down the rabbit hole watching those videos of the guy that does voices for his cats. It's <laughs> And you give me shit for being on TikTok all the time. You understand that Facebook Reels are the same fucking thing as TikTok videos, Yeah, right? but all your TikToks are people complaining about customer service and mine are guys getting high and making voice, no, uh, all voice of acting of their cats. I watch videos, too. <laughs> and Dirty Porn Book Talk. Get on it's that like, one, too. That and, like, Call Me Chris doing weird Russian accents. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> and Hot Lesbians. I'm on Hot Lesbian Talk a lot. Not gonna lie. Oh. There is a whole cornucopia of videos available on TikTok. It just depends on which ones you stay on longer. That's the ones you start seeing more of. It's like the algorithm. It, the algorithm figures it out. Yeah, but as soon as bodies start dropping and they think it has to do with the uh, the riot, you know, the cops are like, you know, can you recognize anybody from the videos? And they're like, wait a minute. I think there's a, you know, stepmom deleted all the videos to... to uh, to avoid the lawsuits. Lawsuits. Uh, so, but there should have been a, a, a backup. So they go get the backup and of course, like, you know, Which point is, out everyone that they know to the, just weird. To the what, cop. What store owner has backup video feeds going to his private basement viewing room? That's uh, just fucking weird. No, that's how most people do. Most security systems now run off a, uh, a wireless backup, though, so if you're someone Not breaks at in your, your house, you have that sent to your office and you have security personnel watching that shit. Not sent to your house so you can. That was his home office. And Whatever. It was weird. I don't care. If someone breaks into your business and then steals your computer that has the security footage on it I'm not you need an off-site backup off-site backups that's normal but i'm not expecting it to run to your home so you can sit there and watch people all day it's just fucking weird i know more than one person that has that set up so they can check on their employees yes when and i have worked in those buildings and it's fucking weird <laughs> it's fucking creepy man and what's next creepy is when they call in on the voice camera like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> You got nothing better to do than sit at home, count your money, and watch me? No, that's just fucking creepy. It's just fucking creepy. Yeah, you've care. not been a business owner. <laughs> no, but I've run a lot of them. Uh, so, yeah. As soon as the cops get all the all the uh, footage of all the people involved, you know, n next new, new suspect is, uh, you know, her, the new boyfriend. The new boyfriend who's like, you know, college dude. And you're like, 
Oh, you said you didn't know anybody at the riot except for the one guy, but here you are, like, you know. Talking to the. Doing a bro hug with the uh, security guard that got killed. He's like, yeah, he was my drug dealer. I was, I was trying, trying to be. To score Adderall. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, Adderall. That's what all us college students that, you know, stay up all night studying do. <laughs> Which is true. That is absolutely true. He says, you got to, you know, bro hug your. He's like, huh? you know, bro hugging. So I can buy some drugs, man. <laughs> I didn't know the fucking guy. Yeah, well. Which, yeah, of course. How well do you sense. really know your dealer? Uh, I wouldn't know. Freaking Cheech. Shut <laughs> to the fuck <laughs> up. Now you're going to have to explain. Now you have to give context here. No, no. They can figure it out on their own. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Freaking Doug and the catnip. <clears throat> We're going off on some talking to some puppets. Weird fucking tangents here, just so you know. That's what we do. I know. I know you're not around here as you know very often, but that's kind of what we do here. Is okay. Go down tangents. True. <laughs> we say the sto- the the episode has a theme at the beginning, and then we just kind of go down the rabbit hole. And... It's fucking bait and switch. It's a real exactly. bait and switch. <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, and then of course the main teens start start disappearing yeah but oh yeah back to the when i thought we were finally going to get movie titties is one of the people that uh that kind of started the riot was a rival uh football team's uh player and him and his cheerleader girlfriend or uh he's like man i can't have sex because we got to save it up for the game she's like oh i'm just gonna give you a little tease so she starts doing like a trampoline strip tease which was fucking weird i don't it wasn't hot it wasn't sexy it was fucking weird but what made me laugh was like all right you know pilgrim comes up snaps the dude's neck but then gets under the trampoline with a knife so this lady's like keeps bouncing and keeps getting stabbed as she's bouncing <laughs> bouncing up and down on the knife and it was like oh that's that's fucked up <laughs> writers were definitely on strike at this time it's not hard to see and she survived all that too because later on like once the whole family gets kidnapped uh she's in the wine the wine fridge at the at the murder house uh as evil stepmom's getting uh getting baked we haven't gotten there yet oh yeah as the kids start disappearing and you know and the homeboy's posting got a nice like thanksgiving table set up and like you know as he's killing people he's like putting them at the at the dinner table so they come up with a, yeah, yeah, after like, uh, was it Gabby and uh, her boyfriend disappear? They're like, well, let's, let's, uh, they get, uh, what's her name? Um, Yulia, her dad, like, you know, Russian mafia guy's like, no, we're, we're going to Florida. Like, we're leaving. Shit. We're getting out of here. But yeah, homeboy showing up with the, uh, <laughs> stabbing her he in the He was a ears. disappointment. Dad was a total fucking disappointment. He didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. He got taken out with like the. The, uh, uh, whatever, dart gun. But yeah, but then you get, uh, her getting stabbed with the freaking, while live streaming it with the, uh, the, uh, freaking corn cob holders. <laughs> that was pretty creative, I'll give you that. You know, corn cob holders straight into the ears. Not gonna kill you, but probably not pleasant. And, and of course you've got your, uh, your local redneck, uh, party guy uh is it mccarty gun shop owner gun shop owner son with his uh musket and he's like yeah y'all need to get some guns 
Because like no one ever has guns in horror movies. No, so we don't they, do guns in horror movies. They, they finally like, all right, we're gonna go see McCarthy, <clears throat> and I love takes him up to like you know taking him to VIP because he's having a big like you house have party. A gun in a horror movie, it's now a horror meme because it's over. It's, <laughs> the situation is resolved. But yeah, he first he pulls out the guitar case uh, full of guns, and it's like Desert Eagle, like gold Desert Eagle, and of course the guy's like, no, nah, dude, like. He's like, all right, well, how about that? And then he has like a, a radio with a hidden gun compartment, pulls out a big 44 Magnum. He's like, what about the Dirty Harry? He's like, dude, do you have any like normal size people guns? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, he just showed you These a are normal size people. And a 44. Like, either one of those, prime. He's like, he's finally like, all right, here you go. Like a, a, a SIG uh, 9mm. He's like, all right, yeah, this is this is more normal size. And then, yeah, tries to give the, the girl, like, I got this like hidden I knife don't thing. Need it. He's like, no, the only gun I ever shot was a. A musket. A muzzle, uh, the only yeah, thing I've ever shot was a muzzle loader because I almost that's blew myself up. so much like. But yeah, she had to keep saying like, you know, my dad had made me figure out how to like, you know, pack and load this muzzle loader for a commercial, and like that's the only gun I know how to use. Or like, oh, someone's definitely getting killed with a muzzle. Yeah, duh. A blunderbuss at some point in this film. And then, yeah, called out foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Homer gets his gun and tries to rescue his girlfriend, and he like doesn't take the shot. And she gets thrown on a table saw, and then you know, of course, he loses his gun after that because the cops all show up. I'm like, bro, you you finally get a gun, and you just fuck it up. And it doesn't right. matter. We have muskets. We're gonna use he, muskets. He should have took fuck the shot. You. I mean, he was six foot away from the guy doing the hostage shot. I mean, that's I, I can manage a forehead shot from there. I mean, I, I understand someone who doesn't train, but you got to practice that that hostage shot. And it's six foot, too, man. It's like, dude, you could almost have muzzle tapped the guy and, and ended this movie, you know, 45 minutes early. <laughs> I could have forehead shot the dude. But he done. hesitated, and then his girlfriend got table sawed. Which was not a lot of gruesome stuff. That The, the table saw, ripping the guts out and throwing them everywhere. I'm like, all right, that that's an Eli Roth special right there. It looked, uh... <laughs> Stepmom was my favorite. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, so after this, they decide to set a trap. We're going to do Scooby-Doo action, and we know they're going to come for you, so we're just going to, y'all going to be gonna in the parade. We're going to put you in the parade, front and fucking center, so. And then when, like, you know, he'll follow you back to the, the parade grounds, and we'll make it look empty, but it'll be full of cops. But of course, Homeboy uh, has switched up his his outfit for a creepy clown outfit instead of, uh, instead of the traditional uh, pilgrim look, and smokes bombs, everything, and just, like, ends up. Kidnapping a whole car, the whole family at once. It's like, yeah, thank y'all for putting everybody I need right in the, in the same location. But yeah, step- yes, because then I'm gonna use my freaking what's it, trank gun, my automatic trank gun. Because <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that works. Yeah, those things are bolt action, but somehow he like triple taps with a. <laughs> uh, I'm I the one that always like all at once because uh, this is movie land. And we do special things. <laughs> Oh, uh, yep. There's a movie without a uh, technical advisor. <laughs> they were on the side of the writers. They were on strike, too. I mean, the sh- the small town sheriff carries like a big ass revolver. No, no one in law enforcement carries revolvers anymore. <laughs> He's small town PD. It's fine. He saw Andy Griffith do it once and he thought he should do it, too. <laughs> uh but McDreamy yeah. doesn't do things the right way. <laughs> I think that's what he was called, McDreamy. Uh, but yeah, then they yeah start waking up in the Pilgrim's murder basement, and of course stepmom 
she's the she's the Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, he's got her like you know tied up and with you know posed with the little caps on her toes or feet so that you know the frilly little caps that you're supposed to put on the turkey legs and yeah and, and of course but yeah he's like freaking basting her too <laughs> Get like like fully prepared i'm surprised he didn't stuff her as well or if he did we didn't see that part on camera but yeah she ends up getting getting they away for a second rating for that that's in the gets, scenes uh, you didn't see gets chased down and put in the oven and gets full-on like turkey baked Oh yeah! Before he throws it in the oven, he stabs her with a freaking uh, one of those turkey thermometers. Meat thermometer, that, yeah. And it actually shows it like popping out. I'm like, that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> Mom and her fake titties are dinner. Where do you get the oven for that? Where do you get a person-sized fucking oven? Yeah, it's like an industrial-sized oven. Like you know, like professional restaurants have like big-ass ovens. It looked pretty industrial. This was in a fucking basement. I mean, dude had a year to prepare. I mean, it's like... <laughs> we didn't see him planning his murder spree for, like, the next oh, year. Oh, They probably have them available at Costco. He waited to the the following Thanksgiving to, like, uh, to start killing everybody, so... Yeah, so all the surviving kids wake up at the table with, with Daddy and... And, uh, yeah... Homeboy's gonna, like... He's like, hey, you live-streamed everyone else dying. We're, <laughs> We're gonna live-stream your death, too. And he's like, yeah, the first dude, like the the guy who kind of started it all, yeah, pulls out the freaking meat uh, tenderizing hammer, and he's like, oh, you're about to break the internet, and just fucking cracks his head like a damn walnut. <laughs> but of course, before they all got kidnapped, uh, you know, McCarthy, the the local local uh, gun dealer with a heart of gold, is like, hey, for good luck, here, take my dad's ring. It's from you know Iraq or whatever. Turns out it's it's got a. I'm like, oh foreshadowing that thing's gonna come important somehow foreshadowing uh, no that is tiktok shop all the way because i've seen the ads for that ring with the little pop-up blade so yeah she figured as she's tied up she figures out it has a has a blade and she's able to you know as you know after homeboy gets killed and then uh daddy uh yeah he just slices off some some thigh meat and tries to make uh <laughs> make daddy eat, eat her she breaks her rope and and takes off uh takes off running you know Leaves everyone else behind, but you know, at least passes. Them bitches. She's at least gone. passes the the knife on to somebody else and like lures the pilgrim away. And I like earlier, like when they got attacked, you know, the sheriff is asking her, you know, he's like, "Did you notice anything?" And he's like, it's like, "She's like, no, just dude in a fucking pilgrim outfit." She's like, "You know, because usually that's how people get caught. It's like the small, some small little detail, some small fuck up, and that's how they they get revealed." Well, she runs through the woods, and you get a. Uh, you see her running through a bush of, uh, I don't, I don't know what they're here in the Briars south. or sticklers or yeah. Here in the south, we call them cuckleberries, where it's like the little spiky, a, a cuckleberry. That's what, what the fuck is a cuckleberry? It's the things that were stuck on her dress. Okay, it's like that well. little seed pod with the spikes on it that sticks to your clothes when you go through whatever those bushes are. Like I, said, I don't know what everyone, but here in the south, we call them cuckleburrs or cuckleberries. But yeah, Alrighty she's ready then. <clears throat> yeah, she. Runs through the woods and finds out that she's like, you know, near that uh, warehouse where all the, the parade floats are being stored and finds the sheriff knocked out in the driveway and grabs her gun because she sees Bobby sneaking back into the thing. And she's like, ooh, Bobby must be the killer. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that was coming? <laughs> Fucking propane and propane accessories. Jesus uh, Christ. That was when I'm like, it's definitely not Bobby. I'm like, this is this is too easy. They're, they're... <laughs> we're going to we're going to get a surprise reveal. And then she chases him inside, and then, you know, 
Because the... it couldn't possibly be the weirdo deputy that just showed up in town and acts really fucking strange. Again, wasn't him. <laughs> I know. But yeah, you know, Sheriff shows back up and grabs his gun and supposedly goes inside and fires off a couple rounds at Bobby. And, uh, you know, as they all start taking people away and he's there in the... He's like, oh yeah, we found Bobby's phone and it's logged into the the killer's Instagram account. It's definitely him. And yeah, uh, finally that that whole like, it's the little things that give you away. You know, she has she's like picking the burrs off her pants. She noticed like the sheriff's boots are like covered in the covered burrs. in them, and she's like, dun dun dun. Which like you chased me through the motherfucking woods. The minute he showed up, like yeah, and like to get his gun back, I'm like, oh, it's the sheriff. It's <laughs> like that was just way too easy. Uh, Cause I'm like, yeah. And then, yeah, sure enough. He's like, and you know, she has that flashback to like, it's the little things that give it away. And she's like, and she finally, you know, he Scooby do it. Like I would have got away with it. You know, Weren't for you damn kids. Yeah. You know, here's my, here's my, uh, Vengeance murder speech of story. why, why, cause it my turns out, origin story. yeah. So, cause it turns out, uh, sheriff who was friends with the manager was actually banging his wife and she was pregnant with the sheriff's child and was getting ready to, to leave, leave her husband uh, for the sheriff, so he lost his, lost his, uh, his love and his his baby. So now he's gonna kill all you you meddling kids. Yep. And she's like, well, before you kill me, you forgot to ask me what I was thankful for, because you know that was his thing. Like we're gonna go around the table and all say what we're thankful for. Meanwhile, like, I'm gonna chop your head like a fucking melon, but it's fine. So he's like, all right, what are you thankful for? Thankful for good cell service, because I just live streamed your confession. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She was not impressive as a last girl. Just <sighs> the brains were there, but just not. No balls. Lots of brain. No balls. I mean, she did wonder when her friends got you know went to make out in the bathroom and got kidnapped by that, and she like finds the cell phone in the the dumpster, and just happens to be saved by you know reflection in the in the phone. But then like later on, like oh, so that's how the pilgrim kept getting around like the cop blockades it was he was the cop <laughs> he knew where they were all gonna be because he had positioned himself he just happens to be you know was the sheriff just carrying a backpack full of <laughs> pilgrim wear <laughs> which is fucking funny it's hard, to hard to conceal carry an axe but somehow the sheriff did it when you see this motherfucker i mean patrick dempsey's not a big guy and the pilgrim looks like a big guy but we all know that brad pitt's not six foot seven either and he's always shot that way so tom cruise always looks like he's seven foot tall and well, it's like the guy in the no, scream suit probably most <laughs> time not whoever's revealed to be the care killer it's some like freaking six two jacked up stuntman that they switch out at the end. Yes, and they but if put I the, can see the, the difference in, in these the, uh... two people's body types, everybody else should be able to see the difference. It's like, what was it? Like Superman. You put a mask on that just covers your eyes. You are suddenly a different person. Nobody recognizes you. That's bullshit. I'm going to wear glasses and nobody knows who I am anymore. No. No, no. It's, it's Kryptonian space magic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, but it also works in, like, The Incredibles and Batgirl, and it's like, no. It's well established. You wear glasses, you take your glasses off, no one knows who you are. That's stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> I put my glasses on, and everyone's like, where'd Joe go? <laughs> no, they don't. Clark, what are you doing here? No, they don't. 
It's suspension of disbelief. <laughs> so yeah, we get. Um, of course, Bobby, you know, did, you know, was hiding, and he shows back up to save, save his girl. So who the fuck did the sheriff shoot at? Because I mean, he's a sheriff. You're assuming he's got some kind of marksmanship. Who the fuck did he oh, shoot no, no, at? Oh no, no, no. I've, I've that's <laughs> that's a blatant uh, misconception. I got way more gun training like on my own than I ever did when I was in law enforcement. You you only have to qualify twice a year, and that's most of the time the only shooting most people do. You know, you know, I, yeah. I took it more seriously, and I was at the range like you know once a month and taking classes and everything else. Like, but yeah, I was the minority and uh, kind of you know working on gun skills there. So it's that completely is possible that the... all things that go pew, you are a complete <laughs> addict when it comes to everything. It's, that it's goes completely pew. possible that the the sheriff uh, completely missed his mark, or he went in there. Couldn't find the fucking kid and just fired off a couple rounds. Uh, oh, to, I'll take care of him he, uh, later. I'll figure that out later. Yeah, let, let me let me you know work on my alibi here and say that I shot at him as he he ran away when you know he didn't see shit. But yeah, like <laughs> you know, of course they get into a uh, like what the fuck were they filling up that balloon with? Because that shit was like fucking explosive. You know, you know starting inflating a, a giant turkey. And I don't think helium is explosive. I don't know. I mean, yeah, not- the unstable like that it wasn't propane or what was the shit they had the hindenburg filled with hydrogen <laughs> but whatever they turned on there that happened to be hooked up to the inflatable turkey said flammable <laughs> i don't know maybe helium is flammable i don't think so though yeah so they're trying to flee in a homeboy's wrecker uh and get you know of course the sheriff you know the thing gets hooked on a pole and they can't drive away and of course he like no, t-bones him. rock hits it yeah T-bones him with the, the, the Plymouth Rock float that was the Fucking gun guys. Mayflower crashed into Plymouth Rock. That's the, what happened. The gun guys uh, uh, float who had been shooting muskets. And, of course, they left a fully functional musket with with uh, uh, powder and, and everything. And she's Powder like, and balls and all kinds of shit. We got all the things to, start, to load up a musket. Starts trying to load it, the musket. And, but she drops all the... I mean, I've got one in my trunk right now. Of yeah. course. Drops all the all the uh, shot and then has to uh, use her her loading skills. Well, no, she, it was she a had, bracelet or yeah, it was like charm bracelet charm, her mother gave her. Yeah, with the, like her mom, she uses that to to uh, load it since she dropped all the balls and shoots the inflatable turkey full of flammable gas that explodes and roasts. You know, said sheriff. sheriff. Which I'm pretty sure we're gonna have because like we couldn't find a body. He must have been disintegrated. <laughs> Yeah, that's not true either. So, next Thanksgiving, we'll get another Thanksgiving movie. Now he's going to be all, like, scarred up and nasty and shit. Uh, back for... He's going to look like Freddy. I mean, we did have the traditional... Because you always got the, uh, you know, the horror movie trope of... You sur- survived, and then, oh, the killer comes back for one last, and it turns out it's just a dream. Well, you know... Founds out old boyfriend and new boyfriend both were not the killer, and, you know... But like, they both acted like creeps. Yeah, he's like they were yeah. both creeps, but yeah, it was all like, yeah, hey, he's a good dude. Like, yeah, sorry, I, I bailed on you. Yeah, yeah. So dealing Adderall ends, at his college, and you know, he's a friends. good dude. And the other one just ghosted you for a year because his baseball dreams. But they didn't do the smoke. dumb thing of like you know her getting back together with like the boyfriend that ghosted her. You know, he's like, yeah, we we survived this together. You know, because the Adderall dealer is so much better. That's such a, a step up. <laughs> That's a green flag motherfucker over there. He's acing all his school classes in college because he's fucking stealing his little Jimmy's Adderall. 
it's a dedicated man. He's you know works hard for his. Uh... <laughs> oh, but yeah, they're in bed together, and she has like you know the door. You can try to justify the, anything, uh, is what you're saying there. That's what the, that leads to. I can justify just about anything if I turn the right way. Closet door, uh, you know, goes to check the closet door, and all of a sudden, like. F- Still on fire, <laughs> sheriff like jumps her, and then she like wakes up, and it's like ah, yeah, it's like the traditional, you know, kind of like the end of the first Friday the Thirteenth movie, but yeah, you know, old old movie uh movie trope. If there ain't a body, we ain't got a killer. Ain't dead. He's definitely coming back for a a sequel. I could see this turning. Or into he might have recruited an you know a, a apprentice because we do that too a lot. Yeah, the Scream movies, it was always like, you know, Ghostface was... I was actually was... thinking, like, Bones. <laughs> like, yeah, the Gravedigger had an apprentice, and so, yeah. But, you know, Scream is uh, one of those where it's like, you know, each time it's a different killer just inspired by the OG killer and, and yeah, a new guy in the costume. But, yeah, yeah, I see a scarred-up Patrick Dempsey returning uh, next Thanksgiving for a <laughs> another attempt. Poor Patrick Dempsey. How far off track does your career have to go? <laughs> or he's one of those guys that just does something fun occasionally. Like, all right, yeah. this is fucked up. No one's going to think of me being the... It's kind of like... I don't know if you remember this trope back in the like nine, early 2000s if horror movies. If you say movies. trope one more goddamn time, I swear to Christ. Trope, trope, trope. Ugh. That's what they're called. Fucking Just because I'm like, you know professional movie reviewer here doesn't mean I have to invent new words. It's trope. Look it up. But back in the day... synonyms for that. You know that, right? There was... uh, Robert England used to show up in like every fucking horror movie just to like make you think he's going to be the killer. And he was never the killer. No, he was a janitor a couple of times. I think the Carrie movie was the second Carrie movie was the janitor. In the first Scream is the principal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there was like a time there where Robert England was showing up in like every horror movie just to be that. He was on Bones too, actually. (laughs) So it's like by putting Patrick Dempsey in this movie, you're like, it's no way it's the fucking sheriff. It's Patrick Dempsey. He would not be like the the mass killer. (laughs) No, he's the love interest. You can't have him be the bad guy. Yeah. So it's like, you know, good casting to throw someone yeah, that you're definitely because I expected the uh, the manager from the get go. I was like, it's going to be the fucking manager. They even show him putting on the mask at one point. And he was just doing it to like protest the, the you know, having the sale and the sale the store. and shit. So it's like, yeah, I was like through the whole thing. I'm like, it's it's going to be the 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 husband uh, who's. Wife I had my killed. money on the the boyfriend that my basket my baseball dreams went up in smoke and now I shall get revenge on everybody. Poor little whiny crybaby. And the fact bitch. that he shows up like yeah, the day before the murders start. I randomly appear in town after again. After not being around for you. But uh, that was when I was like, it's too easy. I mean, that's. It can't, it's not going to be him because him being the killer is just far yes, too convenient. Yes, but in the land of social media that we live in now, in the world that we live in now of social media, you can't. You don't just go off radar for a year completely. That's just. Delete all your socials and just go off radar free. No, not everyone's addicted to social media, <laughs> but most people are. Mm. You already done with your cigar? Yes. So what were you smoking for the people? The fucking sweet Jane. That's what I was smoking. Well, give your you're, you're on the cigar nerds now. Give your review. What do you what do you think of the? I like flavored cigars. I don't like straight up regular cigars. I like flavored cigars. So you like free free cigars? It's all right. <laughs> hey shut up 
I'm allowed to like what I like. It's fine. I like my coffee to taste like coffee and my cigars to taste like cigars. <laughs> Bitterness and hatred. That's what I like. <laughs> so did I you like have myself, a, so. a favorite kill? Uh, the turkey. <laughs> Evil stepmom. She was a total fucking bitch. I didn't like her at all. Yeah, fucking this is one where you're like. It's, yeah, one of those where you're like, you know. I see versions of her in real life every single fucking day. Yeah. I, I want to stick some of them bitches in the oven and just roast them up. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like, like I said, I don't know if this is kind of the new thing in horror movies is like your victims all where you're like, yeah, these people are all assholes. I'm, uh, you cheer for the killer. It's like the last Saw movie was until that way. Until you go after the kids, you know, don't go after the kids. And when until you do that, you're Even fine. the kids with the exception of... You know, our final girl, Jessica, who wasn't completely innocent well, in all this to begin with. Scuba was not, he didn't do anything either. I mean, he was just. Well, he was like, you know, he wasn't the one like live streaming it, but he definitely was, you know, was, was not wholly innocent. He, you know, he, he didn't, uh, you know, at least, you know, Bobby tried to help, help someone out in the, in the thing where, mm. where, you know, Scuba wasn't, you know, Scuba and Jessica both, you know, were not, I would say fully responsible but they were they were at least you know kind of like a, i know what you did last summer type of thing mm-hmm. yeah they were they were involved they were on the peripheral periphery yeah they uh yeah so it's like yeah you didn't have anyone who was like completely completely innocent that you were like oh man i hope that that person doesn't die they don't deserve this where you're like man, most of these people are assholes well yeah but there's a different level of asshole though it's like yeah but i like I, yeah the toss mom in the fucking oven she fucking deserves it i don't like her anyway but yeah that was the most eli roth uh, uh <laughs> kill i i seen because yeah you know very very saw like uh but uh the the 50 percent off thing like that cracked me up that so bad funny. that was i was like oh my yeah, this this is the movie we're we're watching is that one i was like all right Bravo, sir. Bravo. Well, do you think we're going to get another... I mean, this movie made money. I mean, it's not like, you know... Like, this was filler material. It was so what far we it's came up about, with to put something out because we couldn't put out anything. I mean, budget of $15 million, It's made $30 million so far, so it's it's profitable. So, um, yeah... Kind of hope we get another one of these. Mm-hmm. This could be like an annual like Thanksgiving uh, tradition to get one of these like you know, fucking Thanksgiving horror movies every year. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, so yeah, uh, I'm about halfway through this here Los Santos. Uh, I say I like it better than the the other one. The other one was a little bit too too light for me, but this uh, giving it the Maduro. Uh, Maduro wrapper and kind of kicking the the strength up. This is kind of a medium full, and you know it's got a little bit of a coffee uh, bitterness, uh, a woody peppery. When I, I do like a, a good peppery cigar, and so and it's not stupid expensive. It's about you know twelve bucks. Uh, so it's 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 one where it's not you're not going to break the bank if you want to try one. So definitely uh, yeah. And this is going to be a part of their regular rotation so it's not a limited edition cigar so you'll be able to pick one of these up uh whenever you uh whenever you want one so yeah 
definitely uh, give this a try. It uh, tastes pretty good to me. So what other... Now that we've got a thanks, Thanksgiving's off the list, what other ho holidays needs horror movies? Well, I would say St. Patrick's Day, but it, I, I mean, guess Leprechaun kind of took care are, of that. Yeah, pretty, so uh, Arbor Day? <sighs> Fuck you. What Fucking the killer trees? The Ents are going to rise up from Lord of the Rings and go after people? No. But then again, they turn Winnie the fucking Pooh into a horror movie, too, so... I'm surprised... There are no off-limits. I'm surprised they've not made an, an adult Scooby-Doo movie. They've made lots of adult <laughs> No, I mean, like, a legit, like, horror movie Scooby-Doo movie. I feel like that might have something to do with licensing. Whoever holds the rights to that shit well, I mean, has not like, decided to it's sell like, out uh, yet. Scooby... Uh, no, uh, uh, fucking Winnie the Pooh. Like, after... A property is so old, it goes into, like, public domain, and you can, you know, I think, like, the rule with Yeah, but Scooby does that Doo count is, if it's still, there's still a current iteration of it, because... I mean, like, I think they had to pass a law that Mickey Mouse, like, got, like, an extra 50 years. <laughs> like, it's like, normally it's, like, after a certain amount of time, they become... And even, like, Winnie the Pooh, it was, like, as long as you didn't show him wearing, like, the shirt, it was... The character of Winnie the Pooh was, uh, for, I guess for me, like the shirt wearing Winnie the Pooh was still copyrighted, but mm. the character of the Winnie the Pooh was was not uh, kind of like I think Snow White is in the public domain now. So there's like going to be a couple of competing Snow White movies coming out. Yes, and they all look like they're going to suck. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> give us a good like R-rated horror Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> Go for it, dear. You should write that. Uh, yeah. Copyright. That's my that's my new uh, video project. But yeah, but that's all I got for you this week. Uh, hopefully, y'all had a good Thanksgiving, and we'll be right back with some science. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. Fifty million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurky do and turkey lurky dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. This is Siri. I would never, never ever listen to the Earth Station One podcast. Who the heck says howdy anyway? Why don't you listen to Chris Hardwick instead? I can get you his information. The Nerdist is everywhere anyway. Ha ha. That was a joke. The Earth Station One podcast. It's time to let your inner geek out to play. You can find them at www.earthstation1.com or up on iTunes, Stitcher Radio or wherever fine podcasts are found. Peace. And we're done.
Welcome back. It's time for some science. Yeah, science. Yay, science. <laughs> Are you ready to learn some things? Sure, why not? All right. Uh, first off, an AI chemist uh, is bringing us one step closer to breathing on Mars. Okay. Yeah, so uh, one of the things uh, that... Uh, kind of a problem with the whole like us going to Mars thing is it's not a lot of oxygen there. Well, it's also a really long fucking way away, but yeah, okay. Let's tackle one issue at a time. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you anyone watched uh, uh, Total Recall. You just fucking dated us bad. <laughs> and not like the new rip-off bullshit, the, the original. The, the Arnold one, yes. <laughs> yes, it was good shit, man. I like that movie. So, yeah, uh, we've got to figure out some way to have oxygen on Mars. And, you know, problem, uh, some of the problems is, you know, taking oxygen up there, or even taking the things to create oxygen is expensive and heavy and kind of hard to... So before we kind of get a permanent uh, base on Mars, uh, we've got to figure out how to solve the oxygen problem. Uh, and a, an experiment uh, titled MOXIE brought over by the Perseverance rover and also a Chinese team has shown that it might be possible to produce oxygen on Mars using only material present on the planet. Okay, well, that sounds like a good plan. So, yeah, an AI based here on Earth, so they weren't, ap weren't able to use, like, you know, actual Martian soil for the experiments but they did use some martian rocks that have been brought back uh uh on uh, meteorites uh, but an algorithm uh, worked out what molecules could be used to create oxygen evolution an oxygen evolution reaction mm -hmm. uh, these catalysts would be used to turn water into oxygen using solar power uh, there's not a lot of water on mars but there is enough to uh you know do it this uh, chemist analyzed the composition of five types of Martian meteorites by shooting lasers at them. Pew, 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 pew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so we're adding side up sound effects now? Mm -hmm. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, once potential catalysts were discovered, the system used Bayesian statistics to work out the best possible ones. Uh, wow, this is kind of important because um, basically out of 30,000 hydroxides, uh, it was able to work out what molecules needed to be present for this mm -hmm. oxygen uh, creation. And it uh, basically uh, took six days and nine hours to go through all the millions and millions of possible combinations uh, to uh, uh, figure this out. And it can be done with uh, a current electric current of 10 milliamps per square centimeter. Yeah, yeah, math. But it would uh, <laughs> say what now? <laughs> yeah, this this kind of formula it came up with uh, would be able to operate in the below freezing temperatures uh, that are found on Mars, and also could achieve oxygen self sufficiency with just fifteen hours of sunlight powering thing. The mm -hmm. AI found three million seven hundred sixty four thousand three hundred seventy six possible formulas. A single human trying to find these formulas would require. 2,000 years of labor, and the AI chemist was able to do it in two months. 
Well, damn. So, yeah. That's impressive. So, finally, a story for me about AI doing something good for humanity and not trying to kill us all. Yeah, I know, because you're a little... You're a little touchy when it comes to AI. Fucking Skynet, man. Well, on to other things. Mm-hmm. Rats, man. <laughs> I don't have a problem with rats. Well, a company is using rats with tiny backpacks to help rescue earthquake survivors. Uh... I actually have looked into this and done some researching on this. This is very cool to me. I hit the table. Oops. <laughs> it made a loud yeah. bang. Project conceived by a Belgian nonprofit, Apopo, uh, basically trained and kitted out uh, rodents with tiny high-tech backpacks to help first responders search uh, for survivors among rubble in disaster zones. Uh, basically, like the rats are small enough to get into places that uh, regular... Search and rescue dogs. Dogs can't can't get into, and once they find a. Plus, the rats are smarter. I mean, they can trigger camera and. Yeah, once they find a potential survivor, they can basically trigger the backpack that would then you know send out a signal to rescue workers to know where the person is, and also give the rat a little treat for finding finding a person, and uh, would have cameras and speakers so they would be able to communicate with. They can also assess where the victims or how the victims are laying or what kind of shape they could be in medically. So it's it's pretty cool. I was looking into that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and the backpack is a 3D printed plastic container with a video camera that sends live footage to a receiver module on a laptop at wherever the rescue uh, and rescue people be. So, yeah. And these are some big fucking rats, too. They're like uh, Dumbos. I think Dumbo rats are what they are. They're like the big pet rats you get. Pet yeah, these things are like the size of freaking, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, like a ferret. <laughs> nah, they're not that big, but I think they're called Dumbo rats. I mean, the one in the picture is the size of, like, one of our idiot cats. It's <laughs> and they said only, it, it is, there's not that hard to, to train these rats. It's about a 15 minute sessions, five days per week, uh, and they're able to, uh, get them to, I mean, rats are fairly intelligent creatures. <laughs> They're very intelligent creatures. But yeah, the rats have kind of passed their first phase of training and, you know, perhaps could be used in real life situations uh, as early as uh, next year. So if we, you know, we have any kind of big earthquake or, or whatnot, uh, you may see the rescue rats. Uh, wasn't that a show? Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. It wasn't Rescue <laughs> Rats. What are you talking about? Chipmunks, rats. They're similar. And in another study, eight psychological traits associated with living past 100 years. If being an asshole is one of them, I'm going to live forever. I'm sorry, is there more to that or... Well, I'm just waiting for you to put your fucking phone down and, and get involved down. in the conversation here. <laughs> I didn't get the notes. I was at work. Uh, yeah, so uh, a team of scientists uh, interviewed several centurions, uh, that's people who live past 100, and you know, determined what 
kind of psychological traits that they all share that may uh, help them live the long life that they are. Uh, and yeah, a paper being published this month in the Journal of Happiness Studies. Oh my God, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. They interviewed 19 people between the ages of 100 and 107, 16 of whom were women. Uh, they isolated eight psychological strengths that were common across all of them. Such as? It was just a brief list there. Well, uh, one is vitality. Uh, refers to being alive, alert, and full of energy. Uh, they were all, you know, like I said, happy to be that old, I guess. Uh, they exercised daily, uh, belonged to uh, social groups, played games such as cards, basically just staying active both mentally and physically, mm -hmm. uh, which leads to the second factor, which is staying social. Uh, people who... Damn, yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah, so, <laughs> I am fucked. <laughs> people who weren't, like, you know, isolated themselves and who you know, still kept up with uh, children, grandchildren, you know, friends, uh, were uh, assigned to live longer. Third personality trait is shared by the group was commitment. Basically, the psychological bond the person establishes with what he or she commits to, you know, whether that... I'm going to live to be 110. That's the way it is. And kind of a, another key aspect was uh, maintaining a sense of control in one's lives. So, you know, people who were kind of self-sufficient and weren't having to be, you know, in an old folks' home and being taken care of were more likely to, to live longer. Mm -hmm. uh, also, uh, intellectually motivated... So people who remained curious and continued to learn as life went on uh, also Well, that's tends the use it or lose longer. it mentality. I mean, if you choose to just sit there and go dormant. Like I said, I'm fucked. <laughs> Another one is notable was resilience. People who can kind of go through shit and keep on, keep on going uh, tend to live longer. And also uh, intelligence. So the smarter you are, the more likely you're... You know, not to do, I guess not, the smarter you are, the less likely you're going to do something stupid to, yeah, well, <laughs> to die. Yeah, well, the less high-risk behavior you indulge uh, in. Which I'm surprised I've, I've listened a lot. Unfortunately, nothing in here says being an asshole, so, I don't know. I'm pretty intelligent, but, uh... And so modest. You're so modest! I, I'm, I'm social as well. You're yeah. so modest. Exactly. I'm, I'm the most modest. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, and humble, too. Very, very humble. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, and here's another one. Um, I didn't marry him for his ego, y'all. I really didn't. <laughs> uh, men report pain as less strong when being inflicted by a woman. Because <laughs> let's be honest, some dudes are just into that shit. <laughs> I'm going to say some dudes. Some people are just into that shit. <laughs> So yeah, this is kind of a case of one of those uh, scientists start to study something else and found uh, something they weren't trying to study along the way. A new research. No, this from... was a scientist that was into S and M clubs and stuff and was trying to find a way to make his university <laughs> pay for it. Yes, uh, researchers at Lund University in Sweden uh, was basically looking at uh, if gender affected pain perception. But they discovered that male participants uh, needed stronger pain stimulation to reach the required threshold when the scientist inflicting the pain was female. 
And and another uh, that's just twisted and dark in so many ways. And another part of the study where the, the male participants recovering from surgery tended to report less pain when questioned by a woman. I think that has more to do with ego than actual pain. That's just no, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, researcher behind this, Anna Silgren. Inguskov, a PhD candidate and medical doctor specializing in anesthesiology, surprised I pronounced that correctly, uh, supervised by Professor Jonas Ickeson. Uh They originally set out to investigate the most common type of pain uh, we experience uh, called non-septive pain. But yeah, you know, kind of in their pain study, they found that like you know these men were reporting. Did they mention that this? anesthesiologist was wearing skin tight leather and, and <laughs> six inch stilettos the whole time did that part get in the end the, uh... so yeah they, they found out of these uh, uh you know 245 patients they interviewed that the the men that were were getting their pain inflicted by a woman uh reported less pain than the ones that were getting inflicted by by a dude so yeah does it actually cause less pain or is it just the male ego to refusing to admit that a woman hurt them just as much. <laughs> well, it's kind of like working out. I work out harder when there's people watching, just because it's my competitive nature. Like, if, if someone's there okay. observing me, I, I definitely do more than I would if it was just me on my own at the at the gym. Or, you know, if, if, if I have an audience, then my competitive nature... You know, hell, even when, like, say, like, we're we're running and it's not just me. It's like a bunch of other students. It's like, I'm not going to quit before one of the younger people quit. <laughs> yes, like, but that is entirely I, based I, on ego. It, like I said, it's, it's like, I, yeah, I, as being a man in my forties, I have to push myself past the, the kids in their teens and twenties. Like once they're like out of breath, I'm like, all right, now it's safe for me to like slow down a little bit, but I'm not going to be the first. <laughs> That's entirely based on ego though. Yeah. So, Yeah. I, I, it's uh, what do they call it uh, um, uh, anecdotal evidence, but I, I, I say my own experiences uh, support uh, you know her findings here. This <laughs> competitive nature uh, will keep you from experiencing more pain. That's all I got for you this week. We'll be right back with some nerd news. And now it's time for all things nerdy. for some nerd news yay news see i caught, I caught my cue that time i didn't miss it that time <laughs> see this is usually the one that you know brad does so i'm the one that says yeah news so uh first up anyone who's friend fan, fan, friends what yeah. now uh fans of uh <laughs> marvel uh and uh we talked about this uh when the first season came out we're getting a season two of marvel's what if and we got our first trailer for it. It drops uh, December 22nd. And looks like we get a whole new uh, collection of one-ifs uh, from the mm-hmm. what-if universe. Yeah, I think I have to go back and watch the first one because I, I didn't see the first one for that yet. first one was good. I mean, they had the uh, Marvel <laughs> zombies. Yeah. Everything else. This one has like, looks like a death race uh, in the Marvel universe. I was like, it's fucking Marvel Mario Kart uh, going on. Uh, there's a what if, if, uh, Peter was never, never became a, a guardian of the galaxy and, you know, his, uh, 
whatever grown into his uh powers as a as a celestial and what kind of shit that would cause uh mm-hmm. so yeah he's like you know kid blowing up shit at the uh <laughs> at a fair and the uh avengers uh have to have to stop a young peter quill mm-hmm. here's looks like a yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch this yeah uh, some kind of nebula theme and then there's also a a christmas uh since this is coming out to me like uh, the name of the episode is Happy Saves Christmas. And for some reason, it shows Happy in a uh, very John McClane uh, uh, having to crawl through a, a uh, air conditioning duct. <laughs> so <laughs> this should be, you know, do we get Die Hard in the uh, in Stark Tower? Is this Sure, what why not? <laughs> why fucking not? It is what if. It's, it's anything can happen. Yeah, if you didn't watch season one, it's a series of kind of like alternate... <laughs> in the multiverse uh you know weird stories like you know what if you know uh, if we changed all the rules and cha- and did something entirely different this is what we what, think would happen what if black panther uh became star lord you know and like he got kidnapped instead of uh <laughs> instead of peter quill mm-hmm. and uh, what if uh doctor strange turned evil like you know uh, it was a lot of cool stories that so i'm interested to see what they're going to do with season two uh, speaking of Marvel, well, due to the writer's strike and the actor's strike, the Marvel Cinematic uh, release schedule has all kind of gone to shit. So they've shifted uh, most of their 2024-2025 release schedules. So now the only Marvel movie we're getting this upcoming year is Deadpool 3, which it moved from May of 2024 to July 26th of 2024. Thunderbolts that was scheduled to come out in uh, December 20th of next year has now been moved to July of uh, 25. Captain America Brave and uh, Captain America Brave New World moving from July of the of next year to February. Of anything of that one yet? 2025. And the Blade movie, which I've been looking forward to, moving from February of 2025 to November of 2025. But uh, don't worry, uh, we're still going to get uh, some Disney Plus Marvel series. Uh, Echo uh, is and Agatha Darkhold Diaries are still scheduled to be released sometime next year uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, no exact dates on those yet, but so maybe we get a get a break from superhero things. Uh, I don't want a break from superhero things. I want a break from real things. <laughs> Oh, there's been a lot of complaints that we've been getting too many Marvel movies, and this is kind of uh, no longer special. So maybe mm. taking, taking, taking a slight break will, will allow them to make some better movies because the things that have come out have not done well. Which I've not seen Marvels yet, but looking at the box office numbers, it's not doing well. So I'll have to yeah, it's see not that at well some at point. Uh, seen, but... I don't know if I'll see that in theaters. I may wait till it hits Disney Plus, uh, depending on what kind of time I have, but yeah, it, uh, so I can't tell you if it sucks or not, but according to the, the box office, it's, it's not doing very well, but we do have some more trailers to talk about. Uh, speaking of Marvel, but not MCU, the Sony part of Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, Madam Web, which that I'm looks pretty interesting. I'm not familiar I'm not with the big character. on Dakota Fanning, but yeah, uh, Dakota Fanning is playing Madam Web, who is a basically a hero that uh, sees like looks like short bursts of the future, and she's 
defending several young girls who apparently are potential future spider women uh, from uh, a killer who's trying to stop that future from from happening. I mean, I know this is a Spider-Verse project, but I've, I'm not f- that familiar with Madam Web. That's not a kind of a story I've followed. But the trailer looks looks pretty interesting. But yeah, it's going to be in that Venom, uh, Sony, um, whatever, Venom, Morbius, whatever, across the Spider-Verse, that, uh, that branch of the I'm uh, Marvel Universe. I'm down for that. Yeah, I just recently watched that second uh, uh, animated, sp- that whatever, across the Spider-Verse, and mm-hmm. that was pretty damn good. I just didn't know it was a, they've turned it into a trilogy, so it ends with a cliffhanger, and I'm like, damn it, now i got to wait like a year or two to find out how this shit ends. But it looked pretty badass, like just a shitload of Spider-Man. A whole bunch of Spider-Man. And uh, our other trailer coming to Netflix, uh, end of December, Rebel Moon. This looks a little weird to me. I've never heard anything about it. I don't know if it's like based on a book series or something, but it, it looks cool. It may be it very much Star Wars look to it. I mean, yeah. It, it, and this is going to be a part of a the first installment of a trilogy on Netflix. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's going to be coming out end of the month. And yeah, the trailer looks for. I got to say, Netflix making some professional fucking looking movies. I mean, because that that shit looked like big budget sci-fi for something that's coming straight to Netflix. This could have been a theatrical release because it it very much looks like what... Yeah, there's definitely some money put into it. What Star Wars we we should have gotten instead of some of the Star Wars we've we've gotten. And somebody's pulling in the driveway. And speaking of Star Wars, (laughs) Dave Filoni just got a big uh, promotion. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. With the uh, success of Mandalorian, Ahsoka, which he was the director, showrunner on Ahsoka, which mm-hmm. I, you know, I love Dave Filoni because he, he was responsible for the Clone Wars, Rebels, a lot of the animated stuff. And now that he is kind of running the, uh, with uh, a lot of the, uh, whatever, Disney Plus uh, Star Wars series bringing his animated characters into the real world. Yeah. Now he is Disney or Lucasfilm's chief creative. So basically now, instead of just working on projects that he's directly involved in, he will be in the kind of the inception phase of anything star Wars going forward. So that's not a bad idea. So it's, it's nice to have someone who's a true fan of the universe. I think this kind of puts, Star Wars in a safer place going forward, which like I said, the new trilogy, it was okay, but it wasn't great. Eh, where I, I, I think the Disney Plus stuff and the animated stuff has been way better than the theatrical stuff we've gotten post Disney takeover. So now that they have someone who came up working with George Lucas and is so close to the material, hopefully will Things going Keep it forward, better we'll, canon. We'll we'll fill more. Make, it make more sense. Yeah, we'll fill more Star Wars. <laughs> and I still want like an actual Rogue Squadron movie because Rogue One was just a tease. You're gonna call a movie yeah, Rogue you, One and not feature Rogue bad. Squadron. We know you do. <laughs> it's fucking Top Gun in space. Like it's the easiest film to make a shitload of money. Like give us Top Gun in space. That's what that's what I want to see. Yes, dear. fuckers called a movie Rogue One and Rogue One was not in it. Give me a goddamn Wedge Antilles movie. 
That's all I'm saying. Uh, but that's all I got for you this week. Uh, check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Cigar Nerd Pod. We're on the YouTubes. Some of us are on at TikTok, Cigar Nerd but that's Podcast. Just me. Yeah, that is just you. <laughs> yeah, well, and, I'm, uh, I'm a delight. Get your energy drinks at StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code with Cigar Nerds. Get your shirts at RealMenSmokeCigars.com. And with that, happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next time. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We're your hosts, Smoking Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network. Your station for all things geek.